Welcome to BBB Books, Bevs, and Babes, an irreverent virtual book club with two book-loving brown girls. I'm Shia. And I'm Jenica. Welcome. Welcome back, everybody. Um, This is episode 16. We are reviewing Fourth Wing, which um, is by Rebecca Yaros. And uh, this was my pick, but I think Jenica was equally excited about it at least at the beginning. <laughs> I don't know how she feels now. <laughs> she doesn't Correct. have a very excited look on her face. <laughs> I was excited at the beginning. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Um, this has been like a like a raging success, this book, on Goodreads, Everything. on um, TikTok, on, on Facebook. Instagram, yeah, Facebook. On like. Anybody who is into fantasy romance has been like, this is the best since Akotar. Yeah. And you know me, we're always chasing Akotar with, you know, whatever book we can to try and match it. People um, were saying, like, I read actually recently, I think last week, people were saying, like, don't read this until November because that's when the next book is coming out. Yeah. It, like, you shouldn't read it right now because then you're going to wait like five months until the yeah. next one comes out. But sure I have a lot of thoughts <laughs> let me just say I have a lot of thoughts and I don't think I'm gonna rate this negatively in any way like you are I have a lot of thoughts though how do you know I am <laughs> I don't know you have a look on your face that says this is gonna be a two-star book for you <laughs> you don't know you don't know <laughs> I'm just looking at you and I think I know you pretty well so that's my guess all right so um let's talk about our drinks um I couldn't not do this I chose this Starbucks dragon drink, which is like their dragon fruit refresher, but is literally called the dragon drink. And I love dragon fruit. And yeah, so that's what I'm picking for mine. I've never, ever ordered that at Starbucks. It is very good. I've never had it. It is very good. Is it very sweet? Um, I think you can ask for them to make it a little less sweet, but it's not very sweet when I've had it. No, it's like the perfect amount of sweet. Oh. It's very good. It's like a little tart, a little sweet. It's like the pink drink, Mm -hmm. but it's more refreshing. I'll it's have good. to order Very that good. next time. Very All right. good. Yeah. My drink is called the Spiced Sunset. It's made of white rum, dark rum, lemon, pineapple juice, and a splash of Disarono. And it is like this orangey, yellowy color. And it reminded me. Like golden. Me, yeah. It reminded mm-hmm. me of Adarna. So that's why I chose it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> um, would you please uh, launch into our synopsis for this book? Of course. It's a pretty long one. All right. Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaris. 20-year-old Violet Sorengale was supposed to enter the scribe quadrant living a quiet life amongst books and history. Now the commanding general, also known as her tough-as-talons mother, has ordered Violet to join the hundreds of candidates striving to become the elite of Navarre, Navarre? Dragon Riders. Navarre. Dragon Riders. But when you're smaller than everyone else and your body is brittle, death is only a heartbeat away. Because dragons don't bond to fragile humans. They incinerate them. With fewer dragons willing to bond than cadets, most would kill Violet to better their own chances of success. The rest would kill her just for being her mother's daughter, like Zayden Rorison, the most powerful and ruthless wing leader in the writer's quadrant. She'll need every edge her, she'll need every edge her wits can give her to just see the next sunrise. 
Yet, with every day that passes, the war outside grows more deadly, the kingdom's protective wards are failing, and the death toll continues to rise. Even worse, Violet begins to suspect leadership is hiding a terrible secret. Friends, enemies, lovers. Everyone at Basgath War College has an agenda, because once you enter, there are only two ways out, graduate or die. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, because this is a long book, I don't think that synopsis really covers everything. So no, that's but, good at least. Yeah, I mean, but it, it didn't cover everything, but it gave you a good sense of like what's to come, I think. Yeah, yeah. But you'll forget it all because it's a long book. Yes, and there's like a <laughs> million the names in this yes, book. I couldn't keep up with everybody. So that's the point like I wanted to kind of get started with is that this is a book that I will read again. So when the second book comes out, I will read reread this one. And the reason why is it like with a lot of these epic fantasies, because there are so many names, because there's like a new um, magic system, because like all of this stuff is new, like locations, the names, the people, and you don't know who to keep track of at the beginning because you're like, who's going to be important? So should I be bothering? You know, by the time you've made it to like the meat of the book, you don't, you like, don't really, I don't think I fully absorbed like the first beginning portions of it because I'm like, what do I need to, what do I need to focus on? Mm -hmm. So I think a second read through would actually improve this book for me in some ways because now I know what's important and I would like to kind of go back and parse through it from the beginning. That's a good point. Um, so I think that it will, I think it will benefit from that when the time comes because I will be reading the second book. I am not chomping at the book bit to read it, but I will be reading it. I know for sure that I will. Um, I just wanted to say that this book it is not in the same. I didn't think it was really in the same league as Akatar. That's my honest opinion. I didn't either. I okay. This will surprise you. I will be reading the second book. See, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's good. It's got a good story. It it's has got a, a good, good story. story. However, yeah. I won't read this one again. I yes, I think it would be important. I think you might like. I well, maybe I'm I'm wrong. I just feel like it was so long, and there it was, was very there were so many things that could have been cut out. Yeah, but I think that's part of like having this epic. And you know what is funny? Because I just, I don't think this book was long enough. Really? Not, well, yes and no. Okay, this was a long book. But I think the pacing of the plot could have been pulled out. Like, I think that she could have done each year or like, you know, I, I guess she's only done one year, huh? Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like there were so many things that happened in that one year that the one year, like... I don't, it felt like it should, it felt like it should have been Four like multiple books. books. <laughs> yeah. Because there were so many like portions to it. Right. Didn't it feel that way to yeah, you? Yeah, there were. Like the threshing. Like, I feel like by the time you get like through that first obstacle course and then you go and pick your dragon, like I almost feel like that should have been the end of the first book is like you've picked your dragon or the dragon has picked you or whatever. And then like the next portion, I don't even remember what the next thing was. Um, but like they kept having these like, different competitions kind of like you know we've read like the hunger games or like mm -hmm. things like that but like these were like small hunger games multiple times during the book and it almost felt like each of them should have been like the end of one year right yeah. no i agree with you i i i have a little bit of a different take on it so i the, the whole time 
at the beginning was like make it to threshing make it to threshing and get bonded yeah. and stuff like that so yeah then they kept adding more games to it and whatever yeah. like obstacles and that's when yes. i was like oh my gosh like get it's on with it yeah I know. that's I know. where i was like this is just like another one gosh i really felt like me? the threshing should have been like a monumental yes. point and yeah. i feel like they didn't spend enough time on like the dragon bonding i agree and like the relationship building with the dragon, it just like jumped right in and moved on. Like this was like par for the course. And yeah. I'm like, this is huge. Like yeah, you now they have kept like saying that they kept saying like, oh, these are like um, your bond is weak right now. But then it was yeah. like quick, like, oh, now yeah. you have a strong bond. And it's like, yes. what? <laughs> it was like it was like the threshing should have been like, oh, you just have to wait till threshing. This threshing was like brought like this the biggest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And then when you get past it, you're like, oh, yeah, now we have to wait for the war games. And yeah. now we have to go do this. And it was like it was like we didn't get to spend enough time. Now you just have to wait for your powers to emerge, which, again, I didn't understand. Like, this is why I think the second run through would be better for me because like there were so many of these nuances of like okay here's the next thing then here's the next thing here's the next thing that like during the book I was just kind of confused I was like okay so now she's bonded to her dragon why aren't her powers like there mm-hmm. and they're like oh you actually have to wait for your powers to manifest and then you have to wait at least six months if you don't get it in six months then you blow up and like yeah. like I felt like these random like these big big important pieces were just kind of sprung on us mm-hmm. and then kind of like skittled past a little mm-hmm. bit like, we just didn't have enough time dwelling on, like, each of the... That's why I just felt like this should have been more than one book. Like, you thre- you get to your threshing, you pick your dragon, and then the next book happens. And this book is when you're learning to bond with them, you're you're deepening your, your relationship with them, you're getting your magic, you find your magic, and then you have your war games. This should have been two books, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Or, like, a part one and then a part yeah. two or something then like a part that. Two. But, like, Did something you... that felt final. Yeah. Did you read yeah. the little things at the top? of each uh, chapter yes I did so I thought that was helpful yeah Yeah, that was helpful yeah because I was starting to get really really confused because of all these obstacles that no one ever talked about at the beginning uh but that really helped so I do appreciate that so this is why I think again a second run a second read through would be helpful to me because now I know what to expect and so I won't be confused at all these multiple parts to this book I just kind of I would have like a better idea for the pacing. I think on the first read through, it was confusing for me. I just want, let me just, let's pull back for a second. My main impression of this book was that this is a YA book. This is a young adult book, except there is adult sex in this book. (laughs) So it's a YA novel for like reading comprehension level Mm -hmm. eighth grade right it's mm-hmm. not it's not like a high it's not like a high bre- like i feel like sarah j mass does a better job of being an adult writer like her her writing feels adult her writing style feels adult this writing style is ya 100% of the way which well, is like, like a lot more adult olds, down right i know but like the person who's re- who's writing this book is not She's, it seemed like the main character should have been 16 mm-hmm. rather than 20. Like, it didn't feel adult to me. I felt like she slapped the age of 20 at the beginning, but it should have been 16 and you're going into high school. This felt like high school mm-hmm. to me, right? Did it feel well, that way to you? It, I honestly didn't catch on to any of that or pay attention to it until it was like my best friend since I was five years old and uh, yes. stuff like that because I was like, it's, I don't it felt very, like it's that. very like, it's very juvenile. Yeah. 
it really felt that way about a lot of it. So this was like written in, it felt like you're in high school, but there are adult themes happening in the, in the high school. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't feel adult. Like I've read a lot of adult fantasy and the writing is just different. I've also read a lot of YA and it's very similar to YA, but you know what they don't have in YA? P and V. <laughs> <laughs> graphic PNV. They don't have that in YA. So this was like straddling the line. I wouldn't give, I wouldn't like encourage a 13 year old to read it. Mm-hmm. But if it didn't have, if it didn't have the graphic sex, it would be for a 13 year old. Mm-hmm. It would like your 13 year old would read this and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. Like this is here. This is like my Harry Potter. <laughs> but then they had like a lot of graphic sexual stuff in it and so you don't want your 13 year old reading in it necessarily Mm -hmm. you wouldn't you you know that's one they'd have to sneak it but uh, I was definitely reading adult material (laughs) 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 but this book was written it felt like it was written in YA format but with adult themes in it it was interesting so that was my biggest complaint, I think, with this book. There was a few complaints. Let me just be honest. <laughs> I, the whole time, I was just thinking, like, Hunger Games, because, like, Katniss mm. and her friend, what was his name, Gail, they were friends. Peta. No, no yeah. Gail. Peta. And then she, no, that her friend was Gail, though, right? In the in the thing, and then PETA is who she oh, met yeah. in the, in the whatever, in the games. Yes. And so yes, it really, yes. I was just like, oh, my God, this is, I, I the just. The thing is, like. This is like a lot of like fantasy is repeating themes and tropes. You know, you have the friends to lovers, which we thought was going to be Dane. And Mm -hmm. then you have the enemies to lovers, which is what we ended up with. And then you have a lot of these themes of like, you know, your longtime friend who you've loved forever, you know, had a crush on forever. He turns out to be like a major horrible douchebag. And then, you know, you're the guy that you hated initially is actually the one that has your back the most. And mm-hmm. then you you finally find out that he's he's had your back forever for as mm-hmm. long as you've seen him, you know, like so this is that's a pretty typical trope. Again, it's a very YA too, kind mm-hmm. of a YA trope. Um, but like I will say that the I love a book about school you know, magic school, (laughs) my favorite thing. I love a magic school book. You know, Harry Potter was probably my first one of those. There have been others. Harry Potter probably was the best one. And I like the way that Harry Potter does it like one year per book. Like Mm -hmm. you really get into it. You get to read about the studying and all that stuff. I love it. So this setting, totally my speed. Um, Dragons, sure. I'm like not big on dragons, but sure. I'm, I'm in for that. Like, I love the idea of bonding with the dragon, the dragon choosing you, feeling special, finding out what your magic is based on your dragon. Like, so cool, right? Um, and like, I think I like where this book is going, which is basically like her becoming a, a rebel, rebel at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how she has like a split family. Oh my God, the final spoiler. Mm-hmm. the final page of her uh, spoiler alert of her brother being the <laughs> one who mends her beginning <laughs> yeah seriously but her brother being there at the end like mm-hmm. and being alive and her mom hiding all this stuff and her sister not knowing I don't know it was like I like I think there is a lot there but there were plenty of problematic areas mm-hmm. I okay so that's why I will read the next one because I right. do want to see what happens with the brother. And the story and is good. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the story. It's not bad. It, like yeah. I said, I, I just felt like a lot of it was dragged on. I was confused yeah. because 
I was just waiting for this threshing moment and bonding with the dragon. And then there was more and then more and more yeah, and more. And it felt like there wasn't that much bonding. Like yeah. we don't hear a lot about Andarna when they first happens. We don't hear a lot with Tarn. I feel like it was, or Tarn. I forgot yeah. to rewatch the thing where they pronounced all the names before, <laughs> before starting the <laughs> podcast. But I thought that like, it was really brushed through mm-hmm. and passed very quickly. Well, and especially for her, for Violet, the main character, because she had two dragons that yes. she was bonded with, and it was just breezed over so quickly. So quickly. And yeah. I wish we had more information about Adarna, like why this little toddler, like, you know, came into the picture. And, you know, I, I just wish there was more information on them. Yeah, I but. agree. Well, did you catch the very end part where... Um, he mentioned to her that Andarna was huge now. Yes, I, I saw yes. that part. Or See, I, read I like that part. was so excited because now we have something to look forward to. Like mm-hmm. I want to know what Andarna looks like now, and like what her power because she lost the time stop power and now has a different kind of power. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Now I'm interested to see how that's gonna emerge. So like mm-hmm. there are some things that I want to see moving forward, but there was just like so much of this book that like really didn't make sense either. Like. You know, like, why aren't they trying to help put down these really crazy venom people? Like, you you know, just because you're safe, you know, why would your government not? I mean, I guess that makes sense. The United States, depending on who's in charge, like, doesn't want immigration. So <laughs> I guess it makes sense. That they're trying to build a wall. This is supposed to, is this supposed to be about building the wall in, <laughs> like, Mexico? When was this written? <laughs> <laughs> was it 2023? I know. Well, I think, like, there... Uh, you know all these um i guess like douchebags like jack barlow and Oren and uh, a couple of other ones like all these guys that um were just really rude and mean to violet like i felt like some of them okay like jack was from the very beginning and so i kind of liked it and i didn't yeah. like him but i kind of liked it because we knew like this whole time he was gutting for her Oren maybe towards the, the the middle part but then there were like other people like all those like six unbonded people that came into the room it's just like why like i don't know i understood that part i understood that part because they thought that if they severed her bond with taryn or tarn that he would pick somebody else and she actually has two bonds so if she dies then maybe there's two chances no and i get that that part i get that part but it's it was just the part that it was like these random people out of nowhere that didn't um, I guess bully her or whatever give her any kind of notion before that yeah. night whereas like Jack was mean to her the whole time Oren was a dick to her all the whole time it was just these I think people. it's just that was just more of like opportunistic evil versus like regular evil you know some people just resort it resort to opportunistic evil like when they have no other choices yeah desperate that's what that mm. was Um, I think like some of my issues were like why did Jack and Orin and all those things try to hunt to kill Andarna to begin with. Like, that didn't make a lot of sense. Like, aren't you here literally just to go find your dragon and bond with it? Why mm-hmm. are you wasting your time going to go kill the the the, the other dragon the that seems like yeah. the weakest link? You know, like, that didn't make sense to me. It just seemed like an interesting plot driving 
like random thing. It didn't feel it didn't feel fully believable. It didn't make sense that those characters would do that. I would imagine them trying to hunt her to kill her because she's the weakest link, but they had would have no idea that like the dragon would even be there really. Mm-hmm. Right? So like the fact that they were doing that instead of going and fighting like you've been waiting this moment for this moment like your whole lives and instead of rushing to go and find your dragon that's going to choose you, you're rushing to go kill a dragon? Like <laughs> that seems unusual and especially not knowing if that dragon has powers to kill you mm-hmm. like it just was a weird thing mm-hmm. yeah i understand that, that she, they needed it so that she could defend the dragon and then she could bond with two i understand where the the author was going for but it, like the motivations of jack and the other ones to try and kill that to begin with was weird mm-hmm. i do you, did you ever watch game of thrones yeah. um so, i watched the first season oh well i'm, I'm sure our listeners Hopefully they watched it, but the, is it Venom and what was it? Yeah. Wyvern or something Wyvern, like that? Wyvern, yeah. Wyvern. Mm-hmm. They totally reminded me of, like, the Night King and, like, mm-hmm. all the, whatever, zombies, like, coming mm-hmm. from the dead, like, just mm-hmm. looking like crap and, you know, just being super evil and nothing killing them except like this dagger it totally reminded me of game of thrones nice that part i i actually did enjoy just because like i was like oh man this totally reminds me i can like picture this battle and everything there were other parts that i like just couldn't picture at all yeah here's like what i have a problem with i didn't know how many war games there were supposed to be had so Mm -hmm. like i don't know how many times i'm supposed to be like excited about this and i still at this point having finished the book don't know what the point of their last war game was supposed to be. Where were they supposed to go? What were they supposed to do? What is the point of this war game? I was like, why are you sending them out of the school grounds to go to like real outposts? Like, what is the point of this war game? Wasn't the point to test the what re- rebels and see if they are going to actually because but like uh, they're first years, they don't know shit. Like, why are you sending first years? Them more first years. Right there, I think the main point was Xander. They wanted to keep no, no, no. I understand why they're trying to eliminate him, Zayden. I understand oh, that they're trying to get, they're trying to <laughs> eliminate him. But I didn't understand the point of the war games as a whole, oh. like that last, like where are they sending all these first years off to? Like it didn't make sense to me. I didn't even understand like the capture the flag, kill each other <laughs> type of war games either. Like I felt like there was just like there were too many of these games and Mm -hmm. I didn't understand the point of them. I didn't know how many we were going to have. I didn't know that they were even part of it because all we knew from the beginning is that you're going to have a threshing. Yeah. Right. That was like the only thing that we led up with. Threshing and graduation. That's it. And graduation. Mm -hmm. Right. But then they like kept adding more of these war Mm -hmm. games. And I was just like, I I truly to this moment still don't understand what that last war game was supposed to be. And they never finished it. Obviously they like decided to drop out, I guess, and go do like the real work. But like, what was their intention to begin with? Like, what were they intentionally supposed to do? (laughs) I, I I thought it, I thought it was just like weeding out Zayden and just trying to. No, but they, this was apparently something they do every year. Oh, I didn't get that part. Yeah, they're just not oh. not the part where they like actually put him in danger. No, but, but like, I mean, the, I didn't get that yeah. whole thing. With, no, they're like, supposed. They this is like this part of year. their graduation year. Oh. Is like they put them, they test them, and this is one of the quote unquote war games to help test them for like oh, the future. I thought it 
it was more of like spur of the moment and uh-uh. like yeah this no, is no. the crap that we're gonna do to get him out of here no this is like a it was supposed to be a planned war game but like when it occurs would like they picked him up in the middle of the night or whatever it's more like to just simulate being in an actual war thing i guess this is a war school but like they're simulating that by being like oh it's come to happen at a random time and we'll pull you out in the middle of the night but like i still don't understand what that last game was i understood like the, ca- the capture the flag one but i didn't i did not understand like the last one wow anyway hmm. enough talking about that i think do you want to say anything else is there anything else that i'm trying stuck to, out to think you? if anything stuck out to me I know. I mean, again, I I'm sure it would be beneficial to read it again. I just don't think yeah. I can go through that again. Like just <laughs> personally, I just I yeah, I just don't. <laughs> I definitely will, and I think I will answer some of my own questions on a read back. Sometimes I skim when things get exciting so that I can get to like the meat of what's going mm-hmm. on and I skip over some details. So I'm sure I'll pick up what I left behind on a second read through when I know what's going to come come next well we'll, d- um, we'll discuss the second book and then you'll give us a yeah, summary and that's say true. like aha this is what happened yeah, there we go that's what that's we'll true. do <laughs> yeah we'll maybe we'll discuss the second book um I wanted to, d- to talk about her connective dis- tissue disorder too oh, which I thought was like an interesting do you know that Rebecca Yaros has that oh really I she has Ehlers-Danlos syndrome which is a connective tissue disorder which leads to like joint hypermobility and like elastic thin skin that's easily bruised and so that's like her own experience apparently and so this is how she wanted to like c- this was like the flaw she created her in her character nice. yeah which I thought was interesting I oh I did have a question that maybe you yeah. can answer. Okay, so Violet was on the path to be a scribe, right? She was training right. her whole life for that. So yeah. that's the part I don't understand. Like that school also had like a scribe quadrant. Was yes. she in that quadrant before? No. No, she was just learning to do that on her own. Or Yes, her dad was a scribe, and so she spent a lot of time down there. And I think, like, you know, you people have decided what they want to do for their path early, and then you try out for it, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you wanted to be a writer, hopefully you'd be training in whatever it is that you know that you need to train for to be a good writer, which, like, her sister did, and Brennan did. Um, but she didn't want to do that. She wanted to be a scribe. And so she could have just, at any point, they kept saying, you could go and they'll just let you in but there's apparently like some kind of an entrance exam to become a scribe too so she was training for like that entrance exam oh and she was going to be able to pass it because she was smart but she ended up having to do this instead which again i didn't understand either the motivation for her mom to do that like why would she do that i don't know i think that we'll find that in the next i guess so uh, whatever many books that comes out i feel like the mom what is she acknowledges like all this crap is going on, but she feels like she is not able to turn the tides. And so she's saying like, Violet, you're going to do it. You're the chosen. It's like Harry Potter. You're the chosen one. Do you think that her mom is secret good or do you think her mom is mostly evil? I think her mom is secret good. And that guy, what was his name? Melgren. Yes. I think he, he is evil evil and she, is just pretending to be like that because of him yeah but then why does she treat violet so poorly i think that's also like a i'm gonna treat you like shit so you can rebel against me and do all this 
the rebellion stuff. Mm. That's what I think. Interesting. We'll, see. well, it sounds like her dad was probably like rebellious. That's why he gave her that book. Mm-hmm. So, but maybe he and her mom had difference of opinions. I don't know. It's hard to know. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the next book when she like recruits her sister to the rebellion cause too. Then yeah. there can be all the Soren Gale Let's see what happens together. with that. Yeah, that'll be yeah. interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was an interest. It's an interesting concept. I'm not sure if it's done pol- in a polished and and like, it's not polished and like smooth the way that that I felt like a Court of Thorns and Roses and the entire series from there was like that. That to me felt like a finished, polished book series. Like all of the loose ends like everything was tied well together like I feel like that one I just it's just gonna always be the <laughs> the, I was me, the just measuring gonna say, stick are you biased <laughs> I don't know well, but I mean, it's like the, the measuring ver- stick I'm not biased because time, they what was that well the very first time we read Akatar, mm-hmm. there was a cliffhanger how did yeah. you feel I immediately started reading the second book yeah but you're gonna read this one too that's not I mean, I did too, but I'm going to as well. But I'm just saying, like, how did you feel about the writing Uh, and everything? I thought it was amazing. But I I thought it was amazing. I feel like, remember when I was reading that book, it took me like a real long time. Yeah. See, but it didn't for me. No, no. I'm telling you, I zipped through that book thinking this is the best. It was kind of slow Mm -hmm. at the beginning, but like, I'm used to, I'm used to epic fantasies being slow at the beginning and Mm -hmm. needing time to warm up into it i'm used to that i always basically chalk up a third of your epic fantasy romance series a third of the first book is just being confused and then Mm -hmm. once you've gotten into it it starts to roll through like aquatar five out of five i i mean 10 out of five i was into it i liked the writing i liked the plot i liked everything that was happening and then it got even better in the last third of that book and then i was just like this is a five-star book i immediately was like i have no complaints this is the best And so I've, and then rolled into the next books and they were all amazing. So that's like the ruling stick. But this one I immediately had problems with. I was like, the writing is juvenile. Like the, the plot is choppy in that like I'm going in and out of like, this is exciting, but what is happening? Why are we doing this? Like this part doesn't make sense. This part doesn't make sense. Like it still doesn't make sense. Like you think like any part that didn't make sense in Akatar throughout the series, it was intentional. Like you're meant to question that part. And then it was looped back in later and it answered. And then, you know, that's how I felt. But in this book, very little of that. Maybe. Looping back in. Rebecca will listen to this podcast and hear <laughs> your suggestions to. and to she's answer already your questions. she's already written her next book if it's coming out in November or so. <laughs> What's she gonna do with this one? It's already been She'll written. And I do them. acknowledge like is this her debut novel? I don't know. I don't know if she's written anything else. But um but I feel like I think you learn from the first book maybe to like have you mm-hmm. you know, you once you learn how to write a book, I think it gets easier on your subsequent books. But um, the concept, very good. We'll continue to read. That's my conclusion. Mm-hmm. Well, same. <laughs> I mean, problematic. Yeah, I'll still read it, but mm-hmm. I, uh, we can get into the ratings. Okay. Let's get started <laughs> then. Um, so let's do, um, what are you going to rate it for writing? Oh, it, I agree with you. It's like a one. Okay. I don't, I'm not going to say it's a one. I'm going to oh. say it's a three. Oh, I'm going to okay. say it's a three. Yeah. Like I still wanted to read it. You know, I still stayed up late reading it. And I'm thinking of the thing is like, I'm also thinking about it still. 
So writing is a, like a three, but because I also like YA, it just wasn't mm-hmm. what I was expecting. <laughs> I also like YA. Um, okay. What about your drink? Oh, my drink was, uh, the thing is, is like at first sip, it's very, very sweet. But then once you keep drinking it, maybe you're getting drunk. It tastes really <laughs> good. Okay. So I'll rate that like a four out of five. Mine's a four out of five too. Okay. I don't, I don't go for the dragon refresher every time. I'm not going for the dragon drink every time. I usually would choose a pink drink out of the two, but it's still delicious when you get it. <laughs> All right. How would you rate the plot? Um, I'll rate it higher. I'll rate it like a 2.53. Um, okay. Again, I... It, I'm not complaining about the story or anything like that. It's just like a couple of things I feel like could have been chopped out and it could have been a little bit shorter. Not a lot, but a little bit shorter and um, could have been, uh, we could have had more time on certain aspects of the book. You? I'm going to write it a four, rate it a four. And again, not because you clearly you saw that I have a lot of problems with the plot, (laughs) but not necessarily because I think the backbone of the plot is fine and it didn't completely miss the mark. And I, I like where it's going. So for me, it's a four. Let's move on to spice and romance. (laughs) I want to hear your rating first. Okay. Um, Romance it just felt juvenile right like mm-hmm. I guess if you're in the YA mindset of like my high school crush like when I'm 17 Zayden is a five out five star romance right we love a, an enemies to lovers right but it just felt kind of juvenile for me mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go with probably a four and a half no we all like Zayden we like Zayden but he's no resand so it's the let's go four (laughs) and then as far as spice goes this actually had significantly more spice in my opinion than even Aquatar the first one did Mm -hmm. Court Mr. Fury that's a different story but so I would um write the rate the plot as uh I mean rate the spice as two and a half um I would say I would probably rate it the same for romance, like a four-ish. And then for mm-hmm. Spice, I would have rated it a three. Or I will rate it a three. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. It ha- needed a little bit more. Of course. They all need a little I bit know. more. I know. Well, no. Some don't need as much. Some don't <laughs> well, need too much. That is yeah. true. <laughs> what was that book that we read? That was awful. All right. Then uh, let's do overall. Do you want to go first or should I? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, okay. I'll, I'm going to give it a 2.5. I I knew. I knew you were going to rate this from your face. I knew it was going to be a two-star book for you I, from your face. I, I, I again, am going to read the next book. I think that's really nice of me to read it it captured my attention but I honestly like it took me a long time to read this book because I kept putting it down and just being like oh god why like Mm -hmm. why can't it pick Mm -hmm. up and I just didn't like I didn't want to I didn't want to keep reading I really didn't so I 2.5 for me what about you I'm gonna rate it a four I think that it could have been better it's definitely not my favorite book I don't remember what did I rate the serpent and the wings of night do you remember I don't remember what I rated it I still need to write I need I still need to pull all these up anyway I I am excited to read the second book and I will read this book again and so that's what makes it a four for me I feel like you rated that the serpent and the wing of night a high rating also yeah I mean I 
this is my favorite genre. So like I'm going to like this stuff better. Uh, if if I finish reading it, that means it's better than, you know, three stars for me. Mm-hmm. If it's a bad one, I will stop reading. There are very many of these like book talk, Instagram, bookstagram, like fantasy romances that are just bad. And I'll get halfway through and be like, I can't even go. Like I cannot continue this. So even if they're... I won't even finish it to finish it. I will just stop. So if I finish it, expect to read it again and will read the next one, it's going to be a four for me. I was actually considering rating it a little bit higher, but like upon talking about it with you, I'm glad this is why I'm glad we do this. I actually rated it. I was going to rate it four and a half, but then I was like, no, after talking it through, it's a four. I will say I I was thinking about this book. I finished it, I think yesterday. Or maybe like this morning, I had like seven pages left this morning. That's another thing. Who puts down a book with seven pages left? Yeah, see? So, yeah. Rethink your rating. Yeah, no, I'm still (laughs) rating it a four because, again, I plan to read it again. I plan to read it again and I will read the next one. So that means it's got to be a four star. And maybe I'll change my mind after I've read it, read, read it a second time. Maybe I'll, I'll change it to be lower. Or maybe it'll be higher because now I won't have the one-third of the book being confused and just mm-hmm. go straight into like understanding the nuances of stuff that was happening in the beginning that we missed. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good point. I do want to hear what you rate it after. If it, yeah, you, even if, if you, I read it again. Yeah, it's probably going to be... If, if the second one... I was going to wonder when the second one was coming out. So if the second one's coming out in November, I will probably reread it in November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... I don't know. I I think I told you I was I started reading out in the plane and first of all the the pressurized air in the cabin always makes me really sleepy. But <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh my gosh, I have to read this. So I started reading it and immediately like sure. And I know the first couple of chapters are always like long and really hard to get through. But I just had a really hard time with reading probably half of this book the second half was great but the first half I was just like oh my gosh and then by the time I got to the second half I I still put it down several times I had to have a break from it yeah Um, it was a long book and mm -hmm. like I said I think that it could have been split up into two books um this could have been a two book part I mean there's it would have been there's enough content in here to have had two books and if they had spent like the war games all of the war games should have just been book two Mm -hmm. like you finished your threshing you're you're about to get your magic and now we're about to put you through your paces and then we get the end of the second book and it would be now we're part of a rebellion but like the first book would have been all about her like starting to get better doing the 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 gauntlet doing the threshing the presentation of myself to the dragons then the threshing then get catching my getting my magic and then having lightning bolt sex and then next book right yeah or or again uh, part one and two like go home for break go to diagon alley and go hogs meet all that it was very much like back to back to back to back (laughs) and not really letting us know from the beginning what to expect Mm -hmm. during that first year. It just felt like we only focused on the one upcoming challenge 
And we have no idea what's beyond that one upcoming mm-hmm. challenge. So when there's something else, we're like, oh my God, there's something else? Yeah. You oh my just God, there's something else? Of the gauntlet. I totally forgot yes. about the gauntlet. That was uh-huh. something else that like, we didn't even That's know. That's what about. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and it was such a big deal. Like, you mm-hmm. have to get past the gauntlet. And people died in it, like, that she knew it. Like, I'm telling you, like, each of these little, there was, there was like at least five different challenges, mm-hmm. including the parapet at the beginning, which, again, I don't understand why we had that. Like, it, like, there was just not enough. Okay. I'm sticking with my four rating, but there was a lot of problematic pieces. Well, hold a lot on. Of problematic now, pieces. Now I'm going to bring something up. Okay. I did not like, should have brought it up. I did not like how like second and third years could still die. It's kind of like you already made it past your first year. You're bonded. You made, you made it through all that shit. Like how come you can still die in second and third years just by like yeah. the, the gauntlet and war games, like the real shit fine i understand yeah. that part but like the other stuff i didn't think that was very fair you already went through no. hell that first year i think it's just to simulate um it's to simulate being in a war because this is a war college and so it's basically like only the only the best will continue to survive so I it's going like to continue to it's, I know me too, because a lot of times the things that were killing them were not within their control anyway, yeah. which I, I know that happens in real world, but it shouldn't happen at a school. No, but that's just what it is. Yeah. There, there was a lot to it that didn't make sense. And like mm-hmm. the putting the, putting the rebellions children into the college by force, yeah. like yeah. that to me also didn't make sense. It was just like a way to like move the plot forward. Mm-hmm. I guess to me, it didn't make a lot of sense. Maybe we'll hear more about this in the next book. But it still didn't make sense. Yeah. Hopefully our answers get, or our questions get answered. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Yeah, we'll I see. am sure we could still talk about some problems, but I <laughs> will tee up the next book. So our next book is going to be fluffy, um, warm, fuzzy feelings. It's called Bringing Down the Duke, and it's by Evie Denmore. That will be the next book that we discuss in the next episode. I look forward to that because that's uh, like it's historical romance Regency. What was that book that we read that was like that? Half a soul. Half a soul. That's what it was. But this is this is this seems like it'll be like funnier and fluffier. Oh yeah. This seems like it'll be like a romance. Mm -hmm. I was just trying to remember what that book was called. I loved that book. That book was a good one. Yeah. For me. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. I hope you enjoyed our ranting and raving. <laughs> yeah, we wonder how you guys feel too. I know that we're probably we probably have fairly unpopular opinions. Mine is less unpopular than Jenica's about this book. Like I have, I am like critical, and I'm thinking about all this stuff. I it was an enjoyable book. I don't think it's a five star book. Um, it doesn't hit the same levels and did not say, really scratch the itch of Akatar for me, but it was decent. I will be rereading it and reading it again. So don't get mad at us. You can get mad at Jenica though. <laughs> I am asking questions that need to be answered. The people <laughs> need to know. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's not my genre, so I'm going to be yes. a little biased about but it. You're but you're like kind of even on your own, in your own genre, you're not even like, you're not that biased. I think you just rate differently and that's okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, it's how I am in my regular life. I'm right. very, very analytical and like things a certain way. And if they're not like that, then it's automatically, you know, a notch yeah. down on whatever ranking system. 
Yeah, but you're still like a voracious reader. I think if I were as critical as you, I'd probably read a lot less because most things are not that great. Like most books are not that great. So it's like it would be just to be constantly disappointed by like how yeah. poorly people are writing in your with it with your own um like criteria I think yeah. would be hard well yeah we do differ in that we've talked about that on the podcast like I will not like put a book away without finishing yeah. it because I feel like it's really disrespectful and I'm just like oh I feel bad for the writer or the author but here I am you know ripping them to pieces in the podcast yeah. but yeah I mean I'll still read it <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you All guys right. for tuning in and happy reading Happy reading, everybody. Bye.